what are the non-financial standards that overrule, overpower, and even overshadow every other consideration in your investment decision-making? We all have them, and to know them gives you great, great power. I'll tell you one of mine right now. I'm Brian Ellis. This is Episode 176. You're listening to Self-Directed Investor Radio, America's only podcast exclusively for affluent, self-directed investors, where each day of the week you receive innovative investment strategy and deadly accurate market analysis that's untainted by Wall Street and unblemished by government propaganda, all in seven minutes or less. Coming to you now from iTunes, Stitcher, and SDIRadio.com, here's your host, Brian Ellis. Hello, SDI Nation. Welcome to the podcast of record for savvy, self-directed investors like you. There I was, laying in a lump. I was at a mommy and me gymnastics class with my 18-month-old daughter because, let's face it, daddy is more fun in a gym than mommy. (laughs) But I was having no fun at all this day. You see, I'd taken... (coughs) You see, I'd taken on several affluent clients to manage their money. My oldest daughter is about to go off to college now, so this incident was well over a decade ago. Anyway, I was laying there on a mat, not being any fun at all, because I was stressed out. I was worried, and it had caught up to me. I was worried about one thing, losing my client's money. There wasn't an ounce of peace anywhere in my body. Now, here's the thing. I'd just had one of the best days of trading in my life. At the time, I was trading stocks and options, and you know what? I was good at it. This was during the time when tech stocks were absolutely going crazy, back when Microsoft and Dell and Juniper Networks and Cisco and Oracle were the headline makers. And you know, I'd played the market like a Stradivarius. In fact, in one single day where the market made a massive downward swing and then returned to basically even in the same day, the report on my trading that day looked like I'd had the day's newspaper in advance. I covered all the shorts at the very bottom. I sold out all the longs at the top. I was firing on all cylinders. Now, I recall a client watching my trading as it was happening, and he called me, actually complaining because one of the option spread trades that I'd put on for him had reached maximum profitability and there was no way it could improve any further, even though we had made nearly 400% on that trade in a matter of weeks. Yet somehow, he was upset that he wasn't going to make even more. So there I lay on the mat in my daughter's gym, and I was a mess. I was successful. I had plenty of prospects for additional money management clients, and I had a track record underway that would have impressed anyone, but I was stressed out to the max. Life was happening outside of my work, but I wasn't participating in it. So I gave it all up. I told my clients I'd manage their existing trades to completion and would release all of their capital back to them because the stress was killing me. It simply wasn't worth it to me any longer. Now, I didn't make that decision lightly. It was then, and it remains now, a dream of mine, a dream which, gratefully, I'm achieving, to use my skills to bring strong investment results to my clients and their families. And on the surface, I had everything I needed at the time. I had the skill to create that result, suitable markets in which to deploy capital, and clients with plenty of money. But there was one other thing I needed that I didn't know at the time that I needed, the right kind of clients. But I didn't know what the right kind of client was. To me, at that time, it was anybody who had at least $250,000 in cash that I could trade. By the way, this isn't a criticism of any of my clients from back then. It's a criticism of me, of my lack of awareness at the time, about things that are of greater consequence than money and financial success. So for me, one of the non-financial issues that overrules every other consideration is peace. I just won't purposely put myself or my clients into situations that won't let me sleep well at night or that causes me to lose the use of my waking hours and therefore causes me to not be present with my beautiful wife, Carol, or any of my four kids. I just won't do it anymore, and I want clients who value that same thing. Now, 
I'd like to tell you another story about that in just a moment that's far more recent, within the past week, actually. But first, let's talk about how this relates to you. What are your non-financial standards that overrule every other consideration? You might be tempted to think that only financial considerations should determine financial decisions, but that's not a particularly holistic understanding of human decision-making. Here are some other big considerations. Clarity of thought is a huge issue, and it's reasonable to demand that you are of clear mind when making financial decisions. But how and when does clarity happen for you? Does mental clarity require that you take care of yourself physically? What about your spiritual life? Can you be totally mentally clear when you're spiritually off kilter? What about time of day? I do my best thinking without a doubt early in the morning when it's still dark outside and no phones are ringing. Maybe clarity for you comes best at a certain time of day. Or maybe there's a question of priorities. What are your priorities for building your portfolio? Clarity about your priorities is an excellent way to establish guide rails by which you are able to quickly reject or accept investment opportunities as being worthy of further consideration for your specific needs. Now, all of this is on my mind because recently a client in our passive property flipping program experienced a net profit of over 20% in about five months, an awesome result by any standard and in excess of what we had guided him to expect. And yet his first instinct was to complain because it wasn't more profitable because it didn't happen even faster. This particular guy is a really nice guy at heart, but frankly, this profile, the person who finds something about which to complain, no matter how clearly success has been achieved. Well, that type of person doesn't contribute to peace in my life. And for me, My clients are my investments as much as any particular asset, and I only want those who are compatible with my priority for peace. My friends, what are your big issues that are not financial but deeply impact your financial decision-making? If you don't know the answer, the time is now to look inside yourself and find out, to make your investing an extension of yourself, your personality, and your greater life purpose. Because at the end of the day, what we're all after is more abundant life, not just a more abundant portfolio. Hey, ever heard of Malcolm Gladwell? He's an extraordinary writer and thinker. And tomorrow, you're going to hear the wisdom of Gladwell applied to investing strategy SDI style. So don't miss that. Be sure to text the word SDI radio with no spaces or periods to 33444 in order to subscribe and hear the next special episode. And may I ask a simple favor of you? If you enjoy this show, would you tell your friends about it? Just right now, think of one person who you think would enjoy this show and drop them an email today and direct them to sdiradio.com. I'd really be grateful for your vote of confidence in that way. And as always, my friends, invest wisely today and live well forever. Thank you for listening to Self-Directed Investor Radio with Brian Ellis. Don't miss a single episode. Be sure to subscribe to Self-Directed Investor Radio right now on iTunes, on Stitcher, and at sdiradio.com. Your feedback is always welcomed via email at feedback at sdiradio.com. This show is for entertainment purposes only and is not intended as legal or professional advice for your situation. Content is the property of the Self-Directed Investor Society.